Um, I will say one of the things I say all it's like, you know how you just quote certain things from movies over and over. And my husband, I speak fluently in, in movie quotes, but I will just go around like just randomly whenever like something's going wrong and I'll be like, we're in Barney. (laughs) Barney rubble trouble. (laughs) He's so funny because nobody gets him. (laughs) And that's the, yeah, that's the other thing is Don Cheadle and that that whole scene with him. And I'm like, you know, I like it. I'll I'll go with it. And very easily everybody's like, did you hate that? I'm like, no, actually I, 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 I'll I'll allow it. host of the sip list and obviously you know that if you're listening to the sip list you're like i already know that um but have a special crossover episode so welcome everybody i am here and also so is chris hello chris hey amanda and this is a different chris for people that listen to my show yes Pe- different people chris. listening to your show already <laughs> know it's you so you go ahead <laughs> yeah say hey everybody what's up this is chris with real film reviewed and i am here with amanda of the sip list i know you all know who she is what's up amanda not much what is up with you oh my husband's bringing me food Ooh, Four. what a great husband i always hear about how wonderful your husband is so i Aww. well he's only he he's like a, a little kid he's good for the public but behind <laughs> closed doors he's a little brat <laughs> Love well, you, I hear the good it. things from you, so. <laughs> and he brought me another beer. Right behind the doors as well. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry about that. Yeah, I hadn't had time to eat yet, so I will be eating. I'll mute myself while you're talking, so. No, no worries. That works. Sorry about that. It's it's Saturday. It's been, it was a late night and a rough morning with my Sooners, and I'm just now getting around to the things like eating and whatever. <laughs> yes, we got the important things out of the way. The football first. Now we can get to meals. Yes. I'm getting exactly. important things out of the way with the uh, drinking before my game starts at 4.30, being a Trojans fan. <laughs> I hope to be good and tankered by the uh, halftime. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Sorry, I took a bite and it was really hot. I planned on nobody hearing that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> There's been a lot of crazy upsets lately in, in football, so I'm kind of curious. I mean... Wake Forest, I kind of knew would thrash the army, but that was a pretty high scoring game. That's still going on too. It's pretty wild. I know. Um, it you know, every year being a Sooners fan, you're always kind of like, this is gonna be our year. This year, I didn't really think that, but then you know, we came in what right? I think were we ranked number one. I don't know, it's been so long ago, but you know definitely top ranked and now it's just like we're falling apart, but then we're also I mean, the fact that yeah, we almost lost now. to Kansas today. We won, but a win's a win, but man, that was sloppy. So I'm interested to see the rankings next week. (laughs) Yeah, and that's the thing about NCAA and the different tournaments and the different uh, conferences is you can't afford to lose games. Like, I already know our season's over at three losses. (laughs) Right. And it's like you don't have many games to figure out where you need to make adjustments before it's too late, you know. So... A lot of the reason why I say it's it's almost it's more competitive than the NFL. 
there's almost more on the line. Yeah, because there's not as many games. And, you know, basketball, you have time to figure it out. And, like, even NFL, you also have a lot more people to choose from usually. Right. So. Exactly. And you got Ooh. coaches that leave, leave midseason like Gruden. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah, that was that, a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that was warranted. But <laughs> Yeah. That was that that whole situation was appalling to me. I mean, yeah. appall- I guess shocking. I didn't expect it. I mean, it's obviously appalling, but I was like, wow, it's not surprising, yeah. but just I don't know. My mom texts me midway through because we were, you know, we always watch our Sunday football together. And uh, well, you her up in Washington and me out here. But uh, we were she texts me. Wow. Gruden. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I saw that he retired. And then I read the rest of the article and I was like, right. Did you see why he retired? And she was yeah. like, no, I didn't. And so I sent her the article and she was like, wow. I'm like, yeah. So makes a little that bit was, more sense. Yeah, I just. And it's like, I mean, every, not to get like into it, into it, but so much stuff is like that. Hollywood's like that. Sports is like that. Where behind the scenes, you know, people are just complete assholes and, you know, all of their racism and privilege and sexism and whatever, it's all behind closed doors, but now it's all like coming out and it's like, don't be surprised. This shit's been going on forever. Exactly. It's just now being made public. That's, that's how I feel about everything. Like, well, now we have the ability to record shit. (laughs) exactly like everybody get your phones out this is happening (laughs) so um speaking of drinking (laughs) do you like that segue (laughs) what are you drinking I actually was drinking mudslide this morning which is for some reason I haven't drank that in a long time it's a bit of a classic but I decided to switch over to my Pennsylvania Dutch uh holiday eggnog it only comes out around the holiday seasons I don't know if it's available anywhere else but it's got like four different alcohols in it it's wonderful i don't even really care for eggnog at all but this is amazing yeah okay interesting muds mudslides feel sound a little heavy but i used to drink grasshoppers a lot i thought those are so good yeah it's like a it's like a girl scout cookie mixed with alcohol like good stuff that's my mom i was like you don't you don't think this is you could drink mudslide in the morning right she's the only other person i knew that drank mudslides and she's like (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's got vodka in it. So orange juice versus chocolate milk is not really much of a difference. Yeah, and I was like, thing. I mean, the point is I'm eating. So that's that's good. <laughs> um, I'm at the age where I drink whatever I want whenever I feel like it. And I don't care what anyone thinks. I, I think I've done that since I was 18. So it's okay. There now, you go. now at 33, I super don't care. I'm like, oh, cool. Awesome. I'm glad I got this for the morning. <laughs> exactly. Well, I didn't have any champagne this morning because um, only because we don't have any. So I'm actually drinking beer. And I am drinking, um, the beer is called Feisty Blonde and it's Hot Fusion Ale Works. Mm. Um, And it's, they say it's a light beer and it is light, but it's pretty stout. So it's kind of got like some hints of vanilla and like, but it's still a blonde, but it's not like a super light beer that you can just throw back a million of them. Not that I'm going to, but, but it's good. I like it. That's perfect. That sounds, that's kind of, uh, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a craft beer drinker myself. So my, my mainstream yeah. craft beer would be that I, I really like are the, the Belgian whites. So I like mm-hmm. shock top blue moon. Those are mm-hmm. like my, my tops. So yeah, I, I probably I like love moon. that. Yeah. I try to do, we have a few local ones that I like to drink. Um, this local buzz I like because I like the honeybee on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the Dallas deep Ellen brewing company, Dallas blonde is good. So yeah, I switched up to beer today, so why not? 
Yeah, why not? Hey, it works. Sorry, people, no wine. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we're going to do a top five today, and um, so that kind of goes along with my format. But you're also going to do your uh, real reviews of each movie, or but you're just going to do the ranking. Is that right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I'll do the the ranking along with you. We'll count up from five. But yep, we'll do what I what I, my spin on it is real film reviewed the simplest top five. So I'll throw mm-hmm. just my real view on there, which is just my stars ranking, which is half a star to five stars. Difficult to get five stars. I will say that there are some movies on here that I feel, you know, emotionally are five stars. But you know. okay, <laughs> what are some movies that you have given five stars to? Ooh. On my show, I've actually only given one, and that was Love and Monsters. And the the justification for it was, it wasn't necessarily that it needed to be justified, but I thought it was, one, it was an amazing movie. It was a refreshingly original, and it was the only end-of-world movie that I've seen that did not involve vampires, aliens, or zombies. Nice. And I loved (laughs) that. It was wonderful, and it was done great. And there was very, very little continuity and technical errors for how much they were able to accomplish. And when you look at the actual goofs, like even on IMDb, they're all kind of opinion. And I'm like, nah, you can't call that a flaw in a movie. That may just be something that you didn't agree with, but it's not a continuity error and it's not a technical error. So for me, if it's not something that stood out to me, I won't rank it down for that. But okay. Hence why the Halloween movies will just never get five for me. (laughs) Even (laughs) my favorite one. I was thinking about you when I was watching Halloween too. So now that I've made it through, I'm (laughs) I'm getting the next one I have is Halloween six. And I'm like, I feel like I should just skip this. (laughs) I mean, for the sake of watching all the movies, you have to watch it. But absolutely. Yeah. You won't watch it again. I'm telling you. I don't think I could watch five again. I think if not just to make fun of it, like they did on mystery science theater, you know, just (laughs) (laughs) it's, it's not good, but six is worse. And I, I still maintain that six is worse than resurrection, but I got some pushback on that. So, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, that's right. I, I can, I think it's Lori dying in, in resurrection. That's the probably, yeah, everybody hates it's so that. cheesy. I was like, well, she was dead in three or four. <laughs> Different timeline. True. <laughs> it's yeah. There's, there's a whole chart on it. Uh, there is all the different timelines because people do not understand it. Um, I've learned it now and I just needed to know when 2018 started. I'm like, what do right. I need to watch? They're like after one and two. And I'm like, okay, let me go back and watch two. Do not. I was thinking I could go and watch Rob Zombies two and be good. No, no, totally different. And totally it's garbage. Different. I hate yeah, it. It's, it's so awful. It's bad. I had to watch it the other day because my daughter likes it and she was in a mood. And so I was like, fine, we'll watch the movie. And I was like, this is just pure shit. Why do you like this? Can I ask? <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, since we are on the sip list as well, we have to do some sip libs before we start. So um, for the people who are not familiar with the sip list, we do Mad Libs on the show. And I call them sip libs because I do what I want. And so basically the way these work is we fill in the words. I don't get to see what it says until the end. So we'll be enjoying it at the same time. This one is just called movie quotes part two. So we'll see what it is. The last one I did that was just the first movie quotes one ended up being something from Braveheart and it was pretty funny. 
so would you like to do all of them or would you like to alternate with me? Um, I'll alternate. <laughs> that works. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to let you start so you can set the tone. <laughs> Verb. Work. Okay. Working. I think that's the, that's the appropriate. No work. Cause it's not ending in ing. Okay. We're good. Okay. And I have a verb. I'm going to say Rob, since we're talking about heist movies. Okay. Okay. Plural noun. Crew. Okay. Cruise. Yeah. Cruise okay. Plural noun for me. I'm going to say... I'm going to say hot guys works. Some of my movies have some hot guys. Okay. A liquid. Semen. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> like we need one body part. Hmm. Oh man. Go for it. <laughs> I mean, I guess you got to say penis. Cause I feel like those two are going to be close to the same sentence. So occupation. Hooker. <laughs> Plural noun. Let's see. How about handcuffs? And a plural noun from you? Coins. Okay. Okay, so I'm looking ahead just a little bit. There is not one adjective on this list. How am I supposed to leave off certifiably fuckable? I'm just going to throw it in somewhere while I'm reading it. Okay. <laughs> okay. A verb. Let's say, I'm going to say fuck. It's very versatile. It is. Okay. Body part, plural. Boobs. Mm. Booby. Boobies. Good one. Boobies. <laughs> okay. Verb. Jerking. <laughs> but yes jerk okay exclamation okay there we go certifiably fuckable. there you go perfect <laughs> i was glad i didn't have to worry about the adjective i'm like no i'm that <laughs> okay a verb hang is that is that the right yeah. one okay i get a noun let's say Okay, so for noun, I'm going to say movie. And then last one, verb ending in S. Steals. Okay. Let's see what we got. <laughs> okay, so let's see. This is, uh, yeah, like a conversation back and forth. Okay. You work for me. You get to rob the English. Yes, I've heard. Kills crews by the hundreds. And if he were here, he'd consume the English with hot guys from his eyes and bolts of semen from his penis. <laughs> I'm a I'm a hooker. I haven't got the luxury of handcuffs. <laughs> That's like I haven't got the luxury of fuckers. Okay. I have long lived wait. I have long feared that my coins would return to haunt me and the cost would be more than I can fuck. Yeah, sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> love gives you boobies it makes you jerk i don't even call it love i call it certifiably fuckable 
when you're in love, you'll hang right from the top of the movie and you and you won't care, screaming certifiably fuckable the whole way down. <laughs> I love her so bad. She just steals me. I'd die for her. Okay, so this is the exact same one that I did on the other one. It's from Braveheart. Oh. <laughs> I was like, why does this sound familiar? <laughs> You'll hang right from the top of the movie and scream certifiably fuckable the whole way down. I like it. Nice. <laughs> awesome. All right. Interesting. Okay, so we're going to do our, our list, top five heist movies, which I don't know if we actually said. And so this is our first time talking to each other. We've been messaging a lot. Um, so just based on the little we know about each other. Do you want to guess how many you think we'll have in common? I'm going to guess that we maybe have two. I'll say maybe two. So with that, maybe at least one. So I'm going to shoot for two because I think we just have, especially with this topic, there's a lot of great ones out there. So there might be some crossovers, but I also tried to avoid that. There was a couple of them that I I opted for and I, I went the other way because I'm kind of my, my listeners know I'm a little bit finicky with what I, I you know my choices so my hey, first one you'll see with okay. my number five okay <laughs> so that's the first thing my my number five is actually not in order of my real views so the right the rankings actually I, I can re-rank them but uh, it's according to what I felt and in, in, you know one through five but the ratings right. might be less and that's fine because yeah these are for for the way I do things these are supposed to be in order of what you like the best you know, like, because exactly. I, I do, we get a lot of commentary, not like bad, but just like, well, do you really think that movie belongs in the top five of heist movies? And I would be like, well, if I'm looking at it from a critical standpoint, maybe not, but that's not what I'm doing. I'm telling you the ones I like the best. So there's, exactly. you know, there's a difference and that's what make, makes movies great. So exactly. Watch them or don't watch them. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Well, I'm going to say one, um, I don't know exactly how you do everything, but I feel like there's one that probably isn't super obvious, but I feel like would be a movie that you would enjoy that I enjoy too. So we'll see. I'm interested to see uh, what you have Uh, because there's a lot of obvious ones. And, you know, as much as I tried to stay away from some of the obvious ones, they're also some of my favorites. So it's kind of, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So what do you have for number five? Okay, so I'm ready with alternates just in case I have my honorable mentions, but just in case it's not accepted, because this one probably I'm, is listed on uh, more of a, men, a mind bender. But so my number five was Inception by Christopher Nolan, yes. because and I thought about it because, th- you know, heist movies, it's theft. And what is the the ultimate theft? But other than, you know, thought of the mind and exactly. you know, actually extract. So I'm like, that's pretty good. Even though it wasn't the end goal of that movie. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't leave that off. So I did. I, I, like I chose it. Inception. That's interesting, because when I was going over my long list with my husband, he said Inception. And I was like, really? And then I thought about just what you said. And that's what he says. Like, yeah, they're trying to steal your mind. Like, that's pretty fucked up. And I was like. It did not make my list, but I totally see where you're coming from. And for my opinion, anyway, I'm not going to knock any of your choices. If you consider it oh, to be a good. heist movie, I'm going to let you have it. So don't worry about that. Yeah, of course. But yeah. Good one. More, more points for your husband again. See. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. He, he threw that one and another one on my list that didn't make the top five, but it's an honorable mention as well. So we'll see. But yeah, no good choice. What's your actual ranking of that movie? 
All right. Yes. The real view, I gave four stars. And the reason was it was a phenomenal movie, but because of the controversial ending. And for me, that was kind of like my test. Anybody that I dated after I saw that movie, it was just like, okay, but what did you think of Inception though? What happened at the end? (laughs) Interesting. No, that's a good one. And Inception, the only well, the, I, the first time I saw it, I don't know if you've heard this story on my show. I won't tell the whole story, but suffice to say, I was so drunk, I, I don't even remember half of the movie. Um, and probably because we didn't watch the first half of the movie. Anyway, <laughs> um, it's a good story. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's really good. I had to go watch it again. It's not something I would watch over and over, but it was definitely a good movie. For sure. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah. I don't think there's too many of his mind benders I can watch over and over, but can still yeah. find them. Oh, it was good, but yeah, not again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I can watch The Dark Knight over and over, but that's like different. That was exactly. Nolan, that's right? not yeah. his mind bender, really. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Inception's like, I need a nap after I watch that. <laughs> right. That and Interstellar, I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I have it. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Well, my number five um, is the 2010 movie Takers. And, you know, Takers gets some heat (laughs) because people think it's a ripoff of heat. And I I see that. But I I still to me, it's like if it's like heat meets a GQ cover shoot. Yeah, there's so many gorgeous men in this movie and women. I mean, Zoe Saldana is phenomenal. Um, I really like it, you know, and you get the rappers turned actors, which I, you know, T.I. was actually pretty good. I was not unimpressed with his performance. So, um, and everybody has their own backstory. You know, you've got the cop with his kid who's got cancer and he can't afford his medical bills. And then you've got this leader of this, you know, high profile heist gang with this drug addict sister that he's constantly having to take care of. And then, um, basically they're all these robbers and then, um, one of the guys that was part of their gang gets out of jail and comes back and convinces them all, you know, basically you owe me, you're going to do this one more heist. And his ex-girlfriend is now with one of the other guys in the gang. So there's just all this different stuff going on and then the action and it's just a really beautiful movie. And yeah, I like it. It's a good solid combination. It's everything. It meets everything that a heist movie should be. So yeah, very, very entertaining. And I happen to love TI in yeah. In the in the music world as well as the acting world, right. uh, even when the movie is a little bit out there, ATL was a little bit out there with the roller skating, but uh, he was still decent in that, it. But... Yeah, it, it's okay. You can skip that one. I thought he was pretty good actually in this movie because I I wasn't yeah. expecting much either. But right, I I thought his emotional performance as much as it could be was really good. You know, as far as because. Because I don't think he was meant to be super emotional, but he's he's meant to be like pissed off, but in like a contained way, you know. And right. I thought he did a good job, and of course Idris Elba and Paul Walker and Michael Ely, like there's just there are no unattractive people in this movie. I would say Matt Dillon is the least attractive, and he's still hot. <laughs> Jay Hernandez, my God, give me Jay Hernandez all day. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so yeah, good old Jay. Yeah, he's so cute. So what do you have for number four? All right. Yeah. That's funny. We both at least so we're we're kind of on track. We both picked 2010 movies. Okay. So my number four is 2013's Now You See Me. Freaking love this movie. I just absolutely loved it. From I have don't want to say I'm a magic fan, but when I was a kid, I I really enjoyed 
the masked magician then you know he had mm-hmm. like the silver mask i loved him my dad liked david blaine i thought he was a bit eccentric mm-hmm. but some of his a card little. tricks were pretty cool yeah his whole levitating thing was a bit much but his card <laughs> tricks and things like that were pretty cool um when they weren't super out there so i've always been a big fan of you know on stage magicians and things like mm-hmm. that so the the prestige and stuff was were also great films but uh, now you see me. I really enjoyed. Obviously, they they combined it with robbing banks and right things like that, and then also like true heist fa- fashion. And it was really hard for me to not put the sting on my list. But right. <laughs> the the in true heist fashion, you have a good twist, and I mm-hmm. loved the twist that was in that film as well. And it wasn't one that you could really see coming, but you could, and that's what I what I enjoyed about it as well. So yeah. yeah, the second one, not as great, but definitely the first yeah. one. Um, so that's my number three. Yeah, I love and it. And that, that is the one I thought we would have in common. There's one more that I think we might, but I, yeah, I mean, you're combining bank robberies, you know, giving back to other people and magic. What's not liked about, about that? Um, not to mention, again, you know, stellar cast. I mean, Love Jesse Eisenberg. He's so like sharp and witty in like a subtle way. Yes. Um, Mark Ruffalo, I adore him. Woody Harrelson, Michael Caine, um, um, and even Isla Fisher. I thought she was really good. Uh, Dave Franco. Anyway, sorry. I yeah, love all the of whole people. cast. I mean, Dave Franco Morgan is Freeman. the only one out of them that maybe he's kind of. Eh. But I still end up, I, I, I still like Dave Franco. <laughs> yeah, I still like to in this too. It's, yeah, it's a really good movie. Very, I didn't see that twist coming. Um, And I've never tried to see, like, because I've watched it several times and I've never tried to see, could I have seen this coming? I just, you know, it was a good surprise. I liked it. Um, And yeah, it's great movie. Yeah, love it. Woo. Okay, well, there's one. I'm excited. Hi. All right. Um, so yeah, that was my number three. All right, you're number okay. Four. My number four is going to be probably the most obvious one on the list, and it's uh 2001 Ocean 11. Ocean's 11. I know it's a super obvious choice, but that's for a reason. This is like the ultimate heist movie, minus like you know, the action scenes. It's you know, Takers is different because you get like the action and the double crossing and all the like. It's really action packed, but Ocean's Eleven is way more subtle and smart, and just again, hot people all around. <laughs> Not that that's my yeah. gauge for. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. We'll go back to this in a second. Um, I think everybody's seen Ocean's Eleven. Everybody knows what it's about, and you know the performances are amazing. And, you know, it's hard to go wrong with Clooney and Brad Pitt and Andy Garcia and Julia Roberts. Like I. I don't even know how they were able to afford that cast, but I'm sure the movie made all its money back. So that's a movie I'll watch anytime it's on and I enjoy it. Big times. That actually was my number two. (laughs) Yay. Okay, cool. And I thought we would have one of the oceans. That's one of the ones that I thought we would have in common was one of the oceans movies. And I was curious as to which one, but I'm like, yeah, the first one's really the best. Yeah, I mean, I, I do. I will say I really liked is Ocean's Eight, the Sandra Bullock one. Yeah. I know people were kind of like, "Nah," but I actually thought it was pretty cool. I liked yeah. it. I but liked it too. I think the OG is where it's at. Um, and I'm sorry we didn't get your uh your real review on Now You See Me. 
Oh, my bad. Yes. So real review on Now You See Me is four and a half stars. So fitting. Like there were a couple of misdirects that I, I ended up catching, but I it they were hard to catch unless you were really paying attention. But I was trying to to this because it was a magician movie and I felt like right. there would be a twist. So I wasn't trying to figure it out. I was just paying close attention to what the filmmakers were highlighting for us subtly, which is what you know, gotcha. that's what I'm supposed to do when I'm real viewing. So, but yeah, so that's what I gave it four and a half stars. Probably one of the, I think three out of my, yeah, three on my list are four and a half stars. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Okay. So what about Ocean's Eleven? Since we're- Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Ocean's Eleven was also four and a half stars. Yep. Okay. Was there anything else you, I mean, I could go on about that movie forever. So I don't want to go too into it, but I mean, I think ultimate heist movie, you know, <laughs> Yeah, there wasn't. I, I enjoyed it. It was a a simplistic story. I liked the the banter, and it seems that's what mm-hmm. I really enjoyed was the chemistry between the cast, and yes. it was everybody because you know the characters that played Saul, like this that <laughs> one scene, uh, not just Saul, but uh, I can't, re- I can never remember his name, but when Matt Damon is sitting out on the pool before they all go into the house, and he's sitting out by the pool, and he was like, yeah, it's you're uh, his kid right or billy's kid right yeah and like yeah and he's like yeah he's, you live in chicago you like it there he's like yeah get in the goddamn house <laughs> <It's just laughs> yeah. the, you know the yeah. way that they did in the, the foley artists as well that uh that did the sound for that film um, i know mm. a lot of people don't necessarily recognize things like that and call it out but i i i noticed the sound a lot in films i mean yeah being podcaster sound jumps out to me right but the foley artists were just magnificent in that film and the timing was just perfect so yes. very little things uh really the the thing that technically that ends up getting films like that is just continuity errors that end up just mm-hmm. getting it from t- from time to time i'll have to go back and actually look and see which one was the one because i did write it down i have to look and see what uh, about oceans 11 because i was going to do a review on it <laughs> on the oh, whole okay. collection but okay, there was well, one then, yeah. that i called out that i was just like wait that how okay when did that happen yeah yeah (laughs) um i will say one of the things i say all it's like you know how you just quote certain things from movies over and over and my husband i speak fluently in in movie quotes but i will just go around like just randomly whenever like something's going wrong and i'll be like we're in barney (laughs) (laughs) barney rubble trouble (laughs) he's so (laughs) funny because nobody gets him and that's the yeah that's the other thing is Don Cheadle and that, that whole scene him. with him and I'm like you know I like it I'll, I'll go yeah. with it and very easily everybody's like did you hate that I'm like no actually I, I, I I'll, I'll I allow it, it. <laughs> yeah I, yeah the the definitely I mean the story is good but yeah the the banter and the the way it's shot and you know the different storylines kind of coming together it's just all yeah I I enjoy that movie a lot I didn't I only ranked it lower on the list just because it is a little cliche, not because it's yeah by any means a bad movie, because I'll watch it anytime it's on. Right. I just, like, I thought Now You See Me was a little bit better, and then the other ones I just like a little bit more, but still, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that was your number two, right? Yes. Okay. So what is your, we should be on your number three now, right? Yes. Okay. So my number three is another really good one from 2010, but also what I felt was a little bit of a ripoff of Heat, um, but kind of cutting out the long-winded musical scenes, and that is Ben Affleck's The Town. 
That's my number one. I was going to say, you probably have it on there. I know how you feel about a flick. Yes. So. <laughs> a flick. <laughs> That's the other one I thought we might have in common. Yeah, it okay. was. I've always said, not that he's bad, but I have always just said that I prefer movies that he directs. So I like him better as a director than I do as an actor. Even if he directs the movie that he happens to be in, that's okay with me because he's not, in my opinion, a bad actor. I just like him a little better as a director. So I know he had yeah. a hand in writing this. I know the the other mm-hmm. main writer was with Peter Craig, but his direction in the movies that he's directed have been really good. And this was kind of the first example. And I remember seeing the preview for it and then realizing it was a Ben Affleck film. And I'm like, I'm still mm-hmm. going to... I'm going to check that out. That looks bad. And uh, obviously watching it's, it, it does have a lot of field of, of mm-hmm. heat, but really, really well done. Just really. Yeah. Enjoyed it. Me too. I've seen it so many times. It's another, it's, it's intense. So it's it, to say, I will watch it anytime it's on is pretty true, but also it depends on my mood because it is a really intense movie. Um, I just really loved the story. I loved, you know, the, um, you know, they're robbing the banks and then, you know, he falls in love with this girl that they've taken hostage. My main, main thing with the movie, and they do actually address it. So I give them props for that is how she didn't recognize his voice. But I do like that they acknowledge that when she's like, I'm pretty sure I would recognize their voices. And he's like, that's harder than you might think. Yeah. (laughs) But other than that, I mean, yeah, it's good. And, you know, you've got Blake Lively. Oh, my God. She's so good in this movie. I I don't think in her part was small, but I don't feel like she got enough credit for this. Like, right. Just the was... ability to flex back and forth with the accent, because that's one of the mm-hmm. things that a lot of actresses, like particularly musicians, I've always said that about Beyonce, mm-hmm. that she's not a bad actress, but I think she's an irresponsible one because she doesn't go to a voice coach to get the Atlanta out of right. her voice. <laughs> I I I do not care for Beyonce as an actress. I, I don't think she's terrible, but I just, you know, I, I don't know. Anyway. Musicians who act, right? Yeah. Some are great. Some but are. Just, yeah. Ludacris is funny. <laughs> God, I love him. He's so good in the Fast and Furious movies. He just oh, and he's so handsome. He, he cleans he up so me nice. And no strings attached. Oh yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> and that's that was the first movie that I saw him kind of away from all of that because of course we love him in fast and the furious but that's basically playing who he is right but when you see him in no strings attached where he's kind of the odd man out he was hilarious i loved him yeah yes but yeah uh the town that was my number one it's amazing um you know like i said the story and then you know the friend who went to jail for him and then the girls his sister you got the connections that they all have and how hard it is to walk away from um the story with the florist really like when he again i i meant to say this at the beginning uh the sip list does not avoid spoilers so <laughs> if you're in this far you know but when the florist tells him about how he killed his mom and then i like when he's like i'm gonna come back here and i'm gonna kill you in your own shop <laughs> yep and he did <laughs> he shoots him don't forget who clipped your nuts for you he shoots him right in the nuts i love it so yeah <laughs> Definitely. Um, and that's what I liked. I liked all of the revenge that was able to happen in this film. But also, I'm not a big fan of super happy endings if it's just for the fact of giving us a happy ending. And in this film, right. we could have got one, but they chose not to go around that. And one of my 
favorite parts of this aside from the cast is when she said I really would like you to come and see me it would be like one of my sunny days mm-hmm. and when she said that I was like oh I love it okay awesome so that's perfect yeah because she didn't have to do that and she had exactly. a lot of pressure on her not to and we and that was the best part is that she completely saved face in front of the police but us as the audience we knew what was going on mm-hmm. and it's always really good when we know something that people on screen don't. Yes, and I love that. When it's not, yeah, and when it's like an inner secret, like we also know the secret, you know, we're not tricked along with, normally we're tricked. In heist movies, we're yeah. usually along with the police, we're tricked. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the club owner or whoever it is, the casino over, you know, usually we're on yeah. the trick side. So this time we were in the know. So I really enjoyed that. Yeah. And I tend to like movies, which I don't know if you heard this episode when we were counting down our, uh, favorite villains oh, i yeah. i tend to like people that are villains but that you also root for yes and it's like ben affleck's character is a bad guy like he robs banks but you also see that he's trying to get away from it that he's trying to get out that he's trying to do something different and you can respect that too so i i like to be able to root for a villain and i think that's another reason i like it well, that's me all day. I am while I appreciate a good a good ending that, you know, may be victorious on the hero side. I love bad guys. And so as long as I don't care if the bad guy loses, that's not yeah. necessarily important. I still sometimes I mean, usually I still want the hero to win, but I want the bad guy right. to be cool, to be a threat for the good guy to actually earn his good guy title. I want my good guy to be fucked up at the end of the movie. So (laughs) I I really like my bad guys. And that's why the Halloween movies are kind of difficult for me to, to go between because, you know, you love, I'm a scream person. That's, that's my my franchise. So I love love Sydney as the hero and I love Mm -hmm. Lori as the hero, but then I love Michael as a bad guy. Yes. Same, same. Okay. So we know that your number two was oceans 11. Um, so we've had three in common now, which is pretty impressive. So my number two is the only one I have left that, um, I, I'm not sure you're going to have because you're about 10 years younger than me, but who knows? Let's just see. Um, cause this movie is the OG of, if you like fast and the furious, you can't skip this movie. Um, Because it's basically a (laughs) ripoff and it's Point Break, 1991 Point Break, not the remake. (laughs) Yeah, no, I would Um, never. (laughs) Yeah. The new one, I didn't even see the new one. I didn't either. And so I remember watching The Fast and the Furious, like the first one going, that was the first movie I ever watched that I felt was a straight ripoff from a different story being point break and of course now fast and furious is a whole franchise so it didn't matter but i was like didn't we already watch this movie where the cop goes undercover and joins the gang to try to you know infiltrate their operation (laughs) but yeah i mean i love point break you know keanu reeves and patrick swayze and that's another one where i almost kind of empathize with patrick swayze He's a little more like compared to Ben Affleck in Point Break. He's a lot more brutal. So I don't feel as bad for him. But, you know, at the end when he's like, you know, I I can't go to jail. And then he just goes out into the water and it's like, (laughs) okay, well, he's a free spirit. Um, (laughs) 
but yeah, Point Break's got everything you need. It's got, you know, the cop that goes undercover and learns to be a surfer and learns to rob banks so he can try to stop them. And yeah, Fast and the Furious original. So definitely. And that's love that movie. When I was a kid, I hadn't, I obviously, I hadn't seen, I don't think I had seen the original point. Well, the obviously the new one hadn't been out yet, but I hadn't seen right. Point Break at that point yet when Fast and the Furious came out. Mm-hmm. So when I saw Point Break, thank God, my film knowledge, I was like, oh, so Fast and the Furious just ripped this off and changed the story because there was another one that came out that was nowhere near as good. And I hate to say that because it does have, you know, it does highlight female surfers and being a female surfer. That was something that I was, I really enjoyed, but yeah, the, uh, Except I can't stand her. Crush? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. What is her name? Lori Petty. Her voice grates on my very last nerve. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, I, I like, I almost want to mute her when she's talking. I'm like, oh. yes. But anyway, sorry. That was Agreed. me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she was a badass for sure. In that movie. I liked that. Absolutely. Yep. I agree. <clears throat> so, yeah. Right. Um, so you didn't have that one, I'm guessing, right? I did not have that one. No, nope. yeah. that that's my oldest one. Obviously, we already know my number one. So, but yeah, it's, you know, it's a great <laughs> movie. And, you know, robbers dressed as uh, presidents, Robin Banks. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Definitely can't go wrong with that. That's, you know, I can't remember what the map I have. It's been a little bit since I've seen that, but I was trying to remember. Is Clinton one of them? Clinton one of the masks that they have on no because this was pre-Clinton okay that's what I thought I was like it's not it was like 91 so it was Nixon was one of them that's it okay that's 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 one (laughs) Nixon's the only one I remember actually probably because that was Patrick Swayze's character yeah well that makes sense yeah yeah (laughs) all right so what's your number one oh my number one and this might be cliche but sorry real quick I'm sorry 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 what was your uh review on the town Right, the town. So the real view on the town was four stars. Okay. And I, the I reason it. why was pretty much because it was still a really great story and a good, but Ben Affleck has been talked about in Hollywood and there's been jokes about it before where he takes credit for writing things that he doesn't necessarily come up with. <laughs> Not necessarily oh. that he takes credit for it, but that he gets credited. I guess I'll put it that way. He gets mm. a lot of credit for things that he either does not write by himself, like, you know, Goodwill Hunting and, you know, stuff that he's done. So, but in this, it was pretty much almost identical to Heat. There was mm. just a lot of similarities. I mean, even with Robert De Niro's character and Val Kilmer, the way that they mm-hmm. interacted, obviously Jeremy Renner and Ben Affleck kicked it up a notch and they grew mm-hmm. up together and they'd had that history. But in the scenes when you're watching the movie, I almost felt like I was watching the town just a few years before that you know, in the scenes where yeah. they're breaking down the crew and looking at them all after the heist and just the yeah. way that they break format and, you know, they have that discrepancy between the crew. So that's the reason why I kind of marked it down a little. Obviously, there are some some slight continuity. Yeah. Areas, but. No, I get that for sure. Um, I did feel like some of the editing was a little like. Because I've seen the director's cut and then I've seen it like the regular version or whatever. And it's like, OK, some of those things needed to be kept in the story to like really, you know, kind of like the the part when, um, you know, Ben Affleck's character is telling Jeremy Renner's character that he's leaving. And he's like, you know, there's people I can't let you walk away from. 
talking about his sister and she's like, it's not, it's not my kid. Like that just kind of comes out of left field where it's like, okay, you you can see where that connection could have been made, but I feel like there should have been more backstory about that whole dynamic. Um, but yeah, just little things like that, but I'm with you. Yeah. I remember that, that it didn't really confuse me, but you could tell that there was something cut out about that because it with with the way that it was left in, there was a lot that was left out. Like it was implied, but right. What was really, there wasn't really any fact brought to that. Right. I mean, you just, I I think the only scene where you kind of get a bit of their history is when she finds them in the bar and she's talking about, you know, do you miss doing Oxy? And then she comes to his house and just fucks him and leaves. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. And Um, I mean, he talks about her. He says, he's like, oh, you were with Shine, but that that was it. There wasn't really any, you don't see him go to take care of her at any point. You don't even see him helping her as a friend or. He acts like he didn't even like her. Like exactly. Even, it was like yeah. he's just trying to get away from her, like, oh god, and but yeah. I'm still friends with your brother, which is kind of why I have to deal with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm with you. Um I thought it was a really good movie. There was something else I was gonna say, but yeah, whatever. Good, good, uh, good review. I I'm with you on that. Okay, so sorry. Now what's your number one? All right, my number one, a little bit cliche, but and I know that it is a remake. The Italian Job by F. Gary Gray in 2003. Mm -hmm. That I gave four and a half stars as well. There were a few, there were a few things that I noticed, not continuity errors, but just blatant errors where things were the drill gun was stuck in the door and then removed and just random shots that were cut together and you could tell that things were not as they were previously. So they stood out a little bit, but yeah, the Italian job was just a lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And I know the original was had Sir Michael Caine in it, which you can't can't discredit him. And I loved mm-hmm. him in the the originals. Um, I loved him in the original Alfie and, you know, a bunch of other mm-hmm. stuff. But Mark Wahlberg, Charlie Theron, just mm-hmm. great overall. Edward Norton played a fantastic character as well. So him. the the cast, the action, the twist, everything was just awesome to me I loved it and I, I've watched it a few times so. yeah it's a really good movie it was on my long list it almost made the top five and not I mean there was no particular reason it didn't just I liked the other movies better but yeah that's that's a solid movie very very good anything with Edward Norton I'll always watch and the I kind of I just and of course Jason Stratham he's in there too and that's mm-hmm. he's always a a character that he did a couple of those side movies and those main movies before he started taking those big leads and he stood out in those movies too and I, mm-hmm. I just enjoyed that that kind of gone in 60 seconds crew building and mm-hmm. prep work that they would do and we could mm-hmm. kind of see how they were going to plan everything and then we see the execution of it and what they were actually planning on doing and the whole thing with the safe it was just fun. Cool. It was it was a fun ride to be on. And I felt like we were on it with them. Yes. And the thing about that was that was the movie that launched the popularity of the minis. The mini happens to yes. be like a family car. Like somebody in <laughs> somebody in my family, like my mom's had three and like my ex-wife had one. And it's just <laughs> the thing like my mom, like my stepdad has one and like everybody just like, wow, mini racing cars. Yeah. So that's like a whole, yeah. that's like a whole thing in our family. So, but hey, that paying cool. attention to that, I'm like, well, 
the, the I'd be afraid to wrong. die. That's <laughs> why I can't <laughs> drive one. They're so small. I can't. I, I have a truck, so I can't drive yeah. one either. <laughs> I'm in Texas. Trucks are everywhere. Everybody's got some yeah. kind of truck or SUV. You don't see a lot of small cars here. Yeah. <laughs> Unless well, there's zippy sports cars. United States. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's very good. That was a really good movie. Um, and it was definitely on my my long list as well. So nice. Well, dang, we have three in common. I'm that's better than I expected. I'm excited. Um sure. on honorable mentions. Yes, honorable mentions and actually i really don't have too many i had the ones that i kind of talked about heat and Mm -hmm. i kind of chose some options that maybe displayed that story a little bit better for me because it was a little bit you know not necessarily dated but a little bit godfathery with the big long drawn out musical scenes (laughs) but it was a really long movie (laughs) like they could have got to the the point a lot faster (laughs) right so heat inside man which is another one with Mm -hmm. denzel washington and um always forget clive owen uh, yeah yeah that's a good one and uh 21 i left off just because it was it was a, a baby heist i considered it more of yeah. a baby heist and oceans 11 was more the father so i went with that one over yeah uh, over 21 but definitely enjoyed that kevin spacey I love also that not a not a huge fan of the entire cast in that one like i was in oceans 11 yeah I actually thought about putting 21 on there, but I guess for me, I kind of didn't really think of it as a heist movie so much as a, we've learned how to cheat casinos by playing cards, but I guess it is if you really think about it, but I'm with you on that. It's a good movie. I like it. Theft. Yeah, it was was decent. Baby driver is probably the best one that didn't make the list because I just enjoyed that little twist. Honorable Um, mentions for you. Yes. So I I had gone in 60 seconds, which you kind of mentioned, um, and Baby Driver. Yeah. One that almost made my top five was Thomas Crown Affair. I really oh, like that. I love movie. that movie. Um, and then, you know, the the love scene in that one, the sex scene or whatever, it's 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 hot. Renee Russo is hot. Yeah, man. And, and I mean, so is um Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Renee Russo, I feel like, has aged very well, too. She really has. She's so beautiful. I love her. She's looked the same for the last 40 years. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Um, But, yeah, that's a great movie. Really good heist movie. Um, I would say my honorable mention that barely missed the top five, um, I'm wondering if you've seen this either because it's really old, is A Fish Called Wanda. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I have. Mm -hmm. And that was actually one of the ones that came up, and I was like, I'm not going to put that one on there. Um, maybe on an honorable mention, but yeah, no, I yeah. do. I, I love a fish called Wanda. I have, I've seen that one. Yep. It's, I, I think it's really clever and it has a lot of good, like, you know, um, double crossing and, and it's funny. And I love Kevin Klein oh, and yeah. obviously Jamie Lee Curtis, but of course, yeah, so, no, Kevin yeah. Klein, like he definitely, I, I've seen him on a few of his quirkier things. I, my mom raised me as a Monty Python fan. So ah, nice. <laughs> a lot of his, like a lot of his more quirky stuff I do really enjoy. So I did, I liked that one. I did. I was like, Hey, I'm just going to leave it off for heist, but yeah. And the other one my husband wanted was American outlaws. That's okay. one of his favorite movies. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're bank robbers, so I get it. And he's like, I was like, really? He's like, it's fucking Jesse James. I mean, come on. And I was like, yeah, you're right. 
Yeah, and it's a better movie than the Jesse James movie that Brad Pitt was in. So, yeah, I mean, it, that one wasn't bad, but I enjoyed the American Outlaws better as far as that story. I was wondering if you were going to have a movie like that, like Public Enemies or... Mm-hmm. Uh, what was another good one? Or uh, mm. I didn't. I didn't think you were going to go back to the Sting, but the Sting was to be, give yeah, it credit. That good. was the original. That that was I was seventies, yeah. but it was the original twist movie. For I'll sure. never forget when when I saw that in class, and I told <laughs> my dad, I was like, "Oh, dad, I saw we watched the Sting," and he was like, "Did you see that twist coming?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, I, but I saw it when I was a kid. I haven't seen it in a long time, but um, yeah, love me some Paul Newman absolutely so yeah good ones good ones um well yes i'm impressed that it's our first time together and we had three in common shows we both have some pretty good taste which absolutely i figured so awesome (laughs) well so i know that we will both be having this on each of our shows but for my listeners please definitely go listen to a real film i can never say it real film review it's like <laughs> i try to say it, it's it's awesome but i just am like bleh, bleh, bleh. <laughs> i thought it was a cool play i have a uh, production like company that i haven't produced anything under except for this show which is real okay. film productions so that was supposed go. to take off first and that's my actual llc but yeah real film reviewed is my my new my new thing and now i'm trying to like coin little terms like like you do with the uh, you know episode and stuff so mm-hmm. i'm like okay well i'm gonna do real views and I like that. My, <laughs> so no, that's, that's everything's cool. real. <laughs> I need to uh, I need to try to figure out how to uh, trademark this episode so nobody steals it from me. <laughs> yeah, def- uh, yeah, I can help you with that. <laughs> and and sip libs. Yes. I'm like, nobody steal that. I was trying to make it a hashtag for a while on Twitter and I was like, yeah, nobody's using it. But also, I don't want anybody to steal it. But I just want people to see, oh, sip episode. What's that? And then they find me. So, yeah. Cool. But yes, well, definitely. Listen to Chris because lots of good movie thoughts and spoiler free and mostly unbiased, which is good, too. Yeah, definitely. You won't get any you'll get uh, what I felt was good and what I felt was bad, but I won't necessarily recommend anyone see or not see because I feel that the review speaks for itself. And if you can be like, (laughs) you know what, I have I enjoy that person in this kind of thing. Let me go and see what it's all about. Really, my the goal of my podcast is to unite people with films and shows that they wouldn't have ordinarily seen or heard about even and -hmm. as long as that's achieved whether you liked it or not that's that's the ultimate goal is to expand the horizon because that was something for me I think I started with the girl with the dragon tattoo films Mm -hmm. and the Swedish versions and all of a sudden Mm -hmm. I just went on an independent film binge and got as many of them under my belt as I could and one of them was a Christopher Nolan film from one of his really early days i think it was called following or the following following okay and it was a little bit it (laughs) it's it's an independent film it's one of his earlier ones but it does have a little bit of a it's a little slow but there's a little bit of a twist at the end and so i was like okay so not all of them hit you the same way but they do all have a message so that's something that i wanted to highlight um, with my show but yeah, for cool. my real film review listeners, definitely check out the sip list. Amanda Ooh. is hilarious and I Aww. have worked her into my daily, <laughs> into my <laughs> daily listens and it's definitely Thank you. always a bundle of laughs every time I listen. Plus we have a lot of similar opinions. So <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We'll have to do some more stuff together. Cause I think, yeah, we, we have a good, like 
understanding of things and and similar tastes too you're probably a little more refined than me in your movie tastes you know film school and all and and you know california but um no, i'm just kidding i'm the one that gives five stars to things like love and monsters i'm hopefully i'm unpredictable because <laughs> you know did you uh, well i don't know if you did, not to put you on the spot or anything but my halloween kills i thought you would have uh, you would have enjoyed that my my review on that i only gave three and a half stars which i don't think is a bad score because it, it wasn't that i was giving it that score too i felt that that was fair from what yeah. we were given and what it was it was yeah. i didn't expect it to be more than what it was but because it was a middle part there was a lot missing from those films that we normally would like to see right including yeah. how are you going to have characters from 1978 and 1981 not interact with laurie in 2021 like right and including yeah. michael and so right. that was that was and i know you and i called that out too so yeah that was a big thing I haven't listened yet because I'm going to be doing a review with my friend Casey on his show and evening at the movies. And I, I want to go into it with, I've already seen enough stuff online and I'm trying to stay away. I've watched it twice. So I can kind of like, really, I want to give it my own. This is what I thought. And then I want to listen to like, especially like what you had to say, cause I know you're going to be a little less biased than I probably am. Um, you know, Halloween is my number one favorite movie of all time. Would I call it a five-star movie? Absolutely not. But it's just, well, I would give it five stars on a personal level, but that's not the issue, but still. So I have a lot of expectations and things that I love and hate about the franchise. So I kind of want to do my review and then like listen to more professional reviews, like probably yours was. <laughs> Yeah, it was just more, and then also kind of giving it the view that I, I do mention that too, because that's important to know when you haven't seen the the backstories and how many times it's been restarted, because I call 2018 one of my favorite restarts, but as you mentioned, the story has been restarted, and now that I'm getting ready to watch six, I'm like, okay, yeah, and I, I've already seen H2O, I saw H2O when I was a kid and it scared the hell right. out of me. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, just like 1978 had the same effect. I was like, okay, 20 years later, same effect, still scary. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and I've, I've, I had seen all the major, the main ones. I just hadn't seen legitimately three through six and resurrection. So those were the only ones that I hadn't, but from what I hear, everybody says that resurrection, you can pretty much skip. And I was like, well, I kind of want to just because I know it doesn't have a place, but I'm not, I'm going to watch them all. I have to, and they're a lot no. easier to get through than the Jasons. The Jasons are terrible. Yeah, I can't. I cannot get through most of the later Friday the Thirteenth. I stop at four, and even that's yeah. a stretch. <laughs> it's um, I can't. The, yeah. I stopped at one, and everybody's like, "Oh no, watch!" Like, somebody said that Jason Six was the best, and I was like, "Well, see, yeah. that's the problem right there. If the best one is Six, <laughs> yeah, exactly." And it's right now, everybody's telling me Halloween Four is the best, and I'm like, "Well, as of what I've seen so far, with all the ones that I've seen, the one that I like the most is Halloween Two, 1981, and oh, then obviously yeah. second being 1978. But being a, it's probably because I'm a medical person." the hospital scene as the backdrop yeah. just makes it and i just feel like his, it's fucking terrifying creepier. all right we good to stop the recording yeah so yeah thanks for doing this and i'm excited uh to see what everybody thinks and i will definitely tag you and and all the stuff and after you send it to me so yeah all right well that was the top five heist movies guest starring uh, Chris from Real Few, Real, see, I really can't do it, Real Film Reviewed Podcast. Definitely go check Chris out. Great show. And thanks for listening. 
Um, Sipiversary week is coming up next week, so I hope everybody stays tuned, joins the Facebook page and everything, because there will be prizes every day along with a live stream on the 28th. Until then, when life gets tough, just keep sipping. Goodbye.